Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Movie Council Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Sherry. And alongside me, as always, is producer extraordinaire, Dan Sherry. Hello. The smooth-talking Southern gentleman, Marky Bondurant. Hiya. And the CEO himself of the Movie Council, Tim Sherry. Yahtzee! (laughs) (laughs) Brought that one back from the grave. (laughs) Thank you. We 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 like the uh, we like those you know they've, they've been few and far Callbacks. between lately yeah. callbacks yeah uh, each and every week the movie council brings to you the latest in movie news reviews recommendations and deep dives into our favorite films actors and directors and this week on the movie council podcast we're going to review the dark comedy vengeance which is the directorial debut of B J Novak um, the office alum. Um, and alongside that, we're also going to uh, dive into some, a little bit into some of our favorite dark comedies and, uh, you know, have some fun. But before we do all that, let's go around the panel, say hi to everyone, see how everyone's doing. Dan, how's your week been, buddy? Uh, you know, not, not too bad. It's, uh, it, it went by quick. Holy shit. I can't believe it's Friday again already. But, uh, you know. Uh, pretty good, but uh, the woman Minaj doing much better. Oh, uh, good, good, good. So, since last time we talked, uh, I think it was like the next day she wanted to get outside, so we kind of took a walk, and we basically were able to go from the front door and walk around the house to the back door, and that was as far as she could go. Yeah. And then, literally four days later. We were walking to the end of the street and mm. back. So she's yeah. doing much better. Uh, Good. Yeah. Yeah. Healing up nicely and feeling much better. So is she a catch, well. is she catching up on the, uh, you know, the backlog of movie council episodes, which she probably hasn't listened to? Uh, she, yeah, she is not. No, she okay. won't listen. <laughs> DP, DP, you sounded, you sounded a little bit like Pat Healy from the something about Mary and that. Like, yes, I let Mongo out of his cage one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> I got these de- damn Nepalese coins. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Marky, welcome back, buddy. We missed you last Thank week. You. How, have you, how have you been, pal? Good, good. Yeah, I went to uh, Asheville, North Carolina last weekend, which was lovely. Um, <laughs> and I, I ended up uh, Olive Garden, which was lovely. <laughs> um, I ended up listening to uh, the whole episode last week. I originally put it on mm. just to see if you guys. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I wanted to see. Uh... No, let me finish. Let me finish. Yikes. I originally ended up putting it on just to see, like, I was certain you guys were going to, like, razz on me, talk shit. So I, I wanted to defend myself when I came back. Right. So I put it on. And then I ended up finding myself, uh, I mean, I guess I can say this shamelessly because I wasn't in last week's episode, but I ended up listening to the entirety of it and it flew by. Like I had a good time listening to it. You know, I'm not a wrestling fan, but it was fun listening to you guys uh, talk about something that you obviously 
are really into. And that's that, that, quite the compliment, Marky. Thank yeah. you. Mm. <laughs> really it was, have, you, have you seen the film The Wrestler, Marky, by the way? I have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. So I wanted to say that too, because you guys were debating on whether I'd seen it or not. And I, I had. I saw it okay. right when it came out and I loved it. Hmm. Um, I was able to appreciate it as, uh, you know, just the movie as itself and not know much of anything about wrestling background at all and still thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it was fun listening to you guys talking about that old, all that wrestling shit. Cause I only know like Hulk Hogan, Andre mm. the Giant, The Rock, and then all these other names you're throwing out there. I'm like, it sounds like you guys are just pulling them out of a hat. Like you're just making this shit up on the spot. <laughs> no, well, that's all right. Dan, Dan's been digging into, you know, the old school backlog. Mm. So, you know, he can mm. talk to you a little Hulk Hogan action there. Yeah. You, you yeah, want to talk some it. Ahmed Johnson going yeah. up against Farouk? I'm, I'm all yeah. for it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was a that was a long feud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you back, Marky. Um, Absolutely. Looking Thank forward you. to talking to you tonight, Tim. How you doing, man? H a u ignorant slut. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. All right. All right. Um, no, I, I, let's not talk about how I'm doing or how my my week was. I need to start off by apologizing to hmm. all of our fans for the last two plus years because apparently i haven't been using my microphone correctly for about <laughs> 20 fucking months or however long we've been doing actually correct and uh dp actually i, I so i go out i buy marky told me you know we uh, i kept going sharp so i go out i spend money on a brand new microphone we go to set it up tonight still the same problems dp then tells me because we record on zoom he tells me, "Oh, by the way, there's a little, there's a little menu down the bottom. You got to click the arrow and then click the speaker you're using. Information I could have used two years ago." <laughs> so, if for the last well, couple of years I sound like mm. shit, I apologize. But I'm being told that I sound great tonight. Yeah, it yeah. sounds terrific. So, uh, uh, moving forward, this will be the microphone. Uh, it's a lovely. It's a called a blue snowball. A little plug if you guys want to yeah. pay us for that shit. Yeah. Right, at some point. Um, oh yeah. But uh, I, I feel happy. I feel like I've stepped into the next century with my microphone, and maybe you guys can hear me a little more clear now. So I apologize for any of that. But we finally we fixed the glitch. Yeah. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're feeling good. Ready to rock tonight, baby. I, I have uh, a question. Quick question for you. What's what is that from? That ignorant slut line. What's that from? It's from well, so Saturday it, Night it, Live. It was Saturday yeah. Night Live. But then, um, if you remember, there's an episode of The Office where Michael does it to Dwight twice in a row. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. that the one where <laughs> Dwight, you're ignorant slut. Yeah, he's gonna jump this off. Rehearsed. The building. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole okay. rehearsed thing when he's on top yeah. of the building. Is it yeah. be? Is it depression? Just another word for being down on your luck. <laughs> Dwight, you ignorant slut. <laughs> he does okay. it twice, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so, but originally, I believe it's Dan Aykroyd, right? Ivory Chase mm-hmm. and uh, Elaine Newman. Oh, it's Chevy Chase. Okay, you're right. Okay. You're right. You're okay. right. Yeah. Right. So, I do love that line. So, so for some reason, it popped up in my head in uh, last That's... last Friday before we recorded, and I thought about it all day, and I'm like, I can't wait to call AJ. About it. <laughs> it's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, That's, and it was at the tip of my tongue. Like I, was, I know that, and it was it must have been Michael Scott that I yeah, heard yeah. it Dwight, from before. Do I you a slut? It's that's right. Great so, I, so I, I hope I'm not outvoted, but uh, I think that needs to happen every week. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it needs to be a part of the show. Right. It, it needs to be makes me feel better. Yeah, I feel good about it. So. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's get into. I'm I'm doing great. Everything's you know. Oh, AJ, AJ, I have, <laughs> I have a question for you. How are you doing this week? Yeah, good, good. You know, uh, AJ, real quick be, before you answer, 
Uh, GW, that's a great question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, DP. I worked hard on it. Right, I think this thing, need, this, this shtick needs to stick around, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 we'll see. <laughs> not normal week. Uh, you know, that one. Same shit, different day, but, you know, it's fine. Working. I'm employed. I'm happy. That's it. Everything's All fine. That's um, and, 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 you know, more importantly, I'm ready to talk movies tonight. Hell so yeah. let's do it. Let's, you know, I think, um, in our, in our pre, news, in, yeah, news. in our pregame, we, uh, we, we, each of us have a little bit of news. So Marky, why don't you kick us off? Um, we'll start with the, what do you want? Bad news. Good news. Bad news. Bad news. Okay. There was a couple deaths this week. Um, Angela Lansbury. Oh yeah. Murder. She wrote. She made it to 96, but she has passed away. Um, and the other person is Robbie Coltrane. He made it to 72. Yeah, the guy that played uh, Hagrid, right? Hagrid. And he was also in some James Bond films. He was the ex-KGB hmm. agent in some of the, I think the first one he was in was Goldeneye. Um, but yeah, that guy's been around and has made people very happy for a lot of years. Both of them have. And he only made it to 72, but he, you know. Did a lot during that time, so there's there's the Debbie Downer news for the week right there. I got a couple Pick other a things, stop. but I'll yeah. yeah. I got a couple 90, other things. Ninety six is wait. a good fucking run, though. Yeah, to be honest, like goddamn ninety. If, if I make it to ninety six, I'll yeah. not only be shocked, I'll be ecstatic. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm less than halfway done. Mm. I figure go. I got like ten years tops at my yeah. rate. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> You're more of a glass half full kind of guy. Yeah, really. <laughs> optimistic. All right. Um, <laughs> what else you got for us, Marky? Um, so some more lighthearted news. I saw that uh, there's plans to do a Naked Gun remake. Oh, and all right. Starring... I, I, I don't oh, have the, any... fun, the best comedy of all time. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any news then. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, that was my. That's fine. Yeah, Liam Neeson is who they're looking at. Oh, we should probably talk ahead of time, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> huh? It's and I I could see Liam Neeson doing it just because he looks like he has Alzheimer's and he's getting there. Like to, he's that old now, so it could <laughs> yeah, be funny. Yeah. And uh, then, but are uh, they doing it just because Liam Neeson kind of sounds like Leslie Nielsen? Yes, they are. Is that okay. huh. yes, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's been confirmed. <laughs> Um, and Akiva Schaefer, uh, one of the trio from the Lonely Island gang, is yes. set to direct it. Okay. Okay. And uh, and Seth MacFarlane's producing it, I think, right? I believe you're right, yeah. And then the last piece oh, of news I had, is, I saw man. that uh, Mike Judge and his buddy Alec Bergen, Bergar, what is his name? Berger? Are working on a new comedy movie called Automated Trucking. And it's uh, supposed to be something I think that originates in Silicon Valley. But uh, it's about a story on a guy that comes up with an automated freight line system, and he's got to go across country with some truck drivers and show them that this is the new way. Only because it's Mike Judge doing it. I think that's exciting because he always, mm. in my mind, he produces cult classics. They don't always do well at the box office. Uh, if you guys have seen Extract, that was kind of one that just came and went. But that's a fantastic movie. And then there's things like Idiocracy and um office space like i mean dude, one of the all-time classic fucking mm -hmm. uh you know i mean we uh, fixed the glitch old classic <laughs> so yes, he won't be he won't be receiving a paycheck <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. 
right, no, that's, that's, awesome. why, that's what I got. Oh, yeah, that, that's interesting stuff uh, with Mike Judge. I didn't know that. Um, Tim, did you say you had something? Very quick, very very quick. I want to do a um uh, uh a a Greg 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 Greg. I want to do an Greg. update on Fraser. Greg, Greg? DP. Is it Greg? Fraser, Gr- the cinematographer. Greg. It's Greg. Rog. Greg. Okay. I don't um, know. Well, this is it's an update on him. I told you a little while back he is working on one movie, but Marky. Uh huh. They have brought him back to do Dune Two. Nice. Um, which which has begun filming. Uh, nice. It's supposed to come out. It's going to be another year. It's not going to be until November next year. That seems to be the uh, the point they're shooting for. But um, uh, that was his first his first Oscar win. He had been nominated for for a number before that. Um, but uh, yeah, so he he that's uh, I always like to. And every time I see something about our our good friend Grieg Grog Grog, Grog yeah, I don't know Greg. how it's pronounced. I don't. Maybe DP can figure that out at some point for us. But Grag, maybe that's it. Grag Grog, isn't that Marvel? Grog? It's like it's like a crack. Root? Groot, I am Groot. Groot? Groot? Yeah, I am Groot. That's... Okay. Uh Greek. I'm a big fan of Greek. Does a lot. Greek did uh did Greek do uh he did he did the the new Batman. Uh and he did, oh, did he? Yeah, he did 1918. Um 1917. It's seven, excuse me, 1917. Another good year. Um uh, <laughs> or not, depending on how you look at it. Um but yeah, Mark, I thought you'd be happy to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. That, no, he was I don't think the movie would be doing two would not be a fair sequel if he wasn't involved yeah i don't know i'm not even sure if i because i wasn't a huge fan of dune um mm-hmm. but i definitely thought it was beautifully shot um yeah and, uh, it's good to have him back can't deny guy, that guy is an absolute stud his resume is about as impressive as any cinematographer other than aj's boy there uh what's his name jenkins um you know or is he the guy that did 19 i'm i'm all over the place but um deacons deacons aj deacons roger yeah, deacons roger yeah, yeah so maybe he's the 1918 guy anyways greg is a stud deacons is a stud if it's greg uh right. he, he's doing doing too marky and uh nice. i'd be happy about that so it's I, I am very happy thank you so uh speaking of dune too uh i actually got a uh, a list of some uh, some sequels that are in the works that maybe uh, you guys hadn't heard of. You weren't, you didn't know they were coming out, but uh, uh, whether you guys or our listeners didn't know, uh, I just want to say, so uh, for one, the first one, uh, Gladiator 2 is what? in the works. So is this is where Maximus uh, goes to hell and fights demons. So how they <laughs> remember that? Remember they Please. were going to do that? Yeah. So, so there's been rumors about this for a while, but uh, apparently, the the script is done and ready to go. Uh, they haven't actually started production yet, so maybe it won't happen. But the fact that the the script is there and ready to go, and uh, you know, it's not going to be about Maximus. It's going to be you know, uh, Lucius, He's the son dead. there. Yeah, uh, the the son, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's sister's son, Lucius. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah, guess yeah. it's going to focus on him. But you know, uh, hmm. yeah. It, it, apparently, it's in the works and uh-huh. and ready to go. So, AJ, what's up? Is Ridley Scott attached to this? Apparently, yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So interesting. It'll be but, interesting to see what the plot is. I'm mm-hmm. sad. I'm gonna be sad. I know it's not gonna happen. Uh, that it's not the story that TW just mentioned, where he he goes to hell and fights 
demons and Satan. Uh, and stuff. Yeah, that was that was a winner. At the same time, yeah. we know Russell Crowe is involved in it. He's involved. Oh, that, that's all they've said. Russell oh, Crowe is heavily oh. involved in it. He's dead. No flashbacks, so, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine Russell Crowe just drinking his ass off, sitting in a chair, demons. as yeah. involved, yeah. yelling from the sidelines. Maybe he is a demon. Maybe he's one calling of audibles. Oh God, Jesus, kill me now! <laughs> All right, what's what? What, what other uh, in the works sequels we got going? Uh, on? Okay. Another one we got uh, coming out soon will be A Quiet Place, Day One. Oh, I haven't oh, even watched the second one yet. Damn it! It's yeah, supposed to be a sequel yeah. to the first. Second one. one's terrific. I gotta yeah. see it. I, yeah, great reviews. Killian Murphy's awesome. I like the first one better out of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, but same. the second one was a strong, a strong yeah. sequel. Very well done yeah. sequel. I would love to see a. Agree. I would love to see an origin story because they have like the flashbacks in the sequel, and it looks mm-hmm. nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that 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 one of those opening scenes, like uh, pre everything going to hell. Yeah, uh, right. Or as it starts to go to hell, was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, one I'm happy about. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and guess Marky is gonna be happy to hear this too. But the uh, the Expendables four is in the fucking works, baby. God, <laughs> done three of these films. They make they make money. Me. That's the, that's they the do. scary part is they make Dude, money. They're know, fun funny. ass movies too. But uh, three wasn't so great. Like they they tried to kind of do the. They all kind passing of, of the torch to the new generation, <laughs> right? And it's it amazing. didn't work. But it's amazing how much you can milk that cow, you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> milking it again, baby. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily excited, but I will spend my money and yeah, watch it. I'll watch it. All right. So, <laughs> uh, a couple more. Uh, apparently, they're bringing back the original cast and doing a, a yet another. American Pie movie. Oh, <laughs> what? I, I don't know how. Yeah, or who is, what who they're is... gonna do? But I, I mean, I don't know when when you look back at the original American Pie movie, it was fucking great. I fucking loved it. Yeah, um, I enjoyed American Pie. I think it was good yeah. for the time. Like it worked in during that time. I don't yeah. know if it, I mean I haven't seen it in a long time. Does it still uh, hold it, up? The, the sequels have been terrible. Um. The original holds up. But yeah, the original does hold up. Yeah, so. I, I enjoy the first one still. Yeah. Didn't they make a didn't they have another American Pie maybe a handful of years ago? Yeah, it was like an American wedding, I think, or something yeah, like that. So they would mm-hmm. like one, two, the the reunion one, and then the mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah. So I, I think they're the going naked now. mile. Yeah. Oh yeah. That whole bunch of like oh, American Pie presents. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. The same way they did, like National yeah. Lampoons presents. It was, yeah, you know, yeah, all, yeah, all sorts. A lot of, of band ones. camp jokes. A lot of band. Oh, camp. they really God. go to the well. <laughs> Just move on from it, boys. <laughs> so, uh, all right, a couple more uh, for for the Marvel fans out there. This is one that actually wasn't even announced at like the D twenty three conference, a big Disney thing where they. Uh, announced the whole slate of Marvel movies upcoming. They left one out that has recently been confirmed. Uh, there's going to be uh, an Armor Wars movie, right. which uh, focuses on Don Cheadle's character, War Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how like he's going to kind of carry on the Iron Man thing now that Tony's dead. So, so yeah, they're, they're, they're 
apparently it'll be like two years from now and it'll be Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't I thought I saw that that was originally uh slated to be a show. Yes, it, it it was going to be a show, <sighs> but uh recently Disney has switched gears and decided to go with a a, a feature movie. Okay. For Armor Wars, which I, I think will be better. I mean some of the shows, let's be honest, they're just like stretching for the sake of stretching. Yeah. Not really telling mm-hmm. a better story, sure. you know? And so, some of the so shows I'm have been fantastic, with the movie. though. Oh, yeah. Loki was phenomenal. Yeah, Loki was excellent. Yeah. So, uh, what else and you got? last one, uh, one more. Here's the final one. Uh, <laughs> this one. I'm, I, I'm sad to admit I'm kind of happy about this, but there will be. Hey, now you see me three. <laughs> I haven't even seen two of them. Have you ever seen? <laughs> has, has anyone seen Now You See Me? I've seen no. either. It's actually fucking fun as shit. We it's, talked about this. Know, a couple I, weeks ago. I, I hear they're okay. I feel like the reviews right, are not season like, four. The idea that magicians are so good at sleight of hand, sleight of hand, they could fucking rob people for millions of dollars. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's no, just kind I'm of thinking, a funny concept. And um, I'm thinking of. Uh... The one with the blind guy in the house. It's a horror movie. It's uh oh. Steve Steve uh Lynn, Steve Lang. Oh, that's, Steve Lang. Lang. that's a yes. great movie. What's that movie? What that's a great movie. Oh, oh my god. And, and there is another version like a sequel or there is a, a sequel. sequel. There's a, two of those things about yeah. that coming out. But yeah. And now that. you see me is the one with Jesse Eisenberg and like Woody Harrelson, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. So and it's like a uh uh Ocean's Eleven kind of thing. Yeah, it's a heist movie with like magicians being, uh, you know, the the criminals, and then they have. Don't a big... breathe. That's the Stephen Lang one. Yeah. Damn it, Marky. And then they you know, had the Just big reveal at the end that like the the FBI agent that was tracking them is actually part of the gang. Yeah, that's right. They're getting mm-hmm. out. It was a little ridiculous, but still fun as shit. So yeah, I- I'll be happy to to watch you on another one because the movies are absurd. What what do you call those shit. kinds of movies like Ocean's Eleven and now where, where they do like the the twists and like the people that are undercover? What there's a uh, there she is. <laughs> there's a um there's a term for those right? Like the Ocean's movies, like the style that they do that. It's like uh, a caper. I don't know. Yeah. Ensemble caper. I don't, I, I don't uh, know. Like you said mm-hmm. heist, and that's kind of, yeah. yeah like heist, heist movies. Like, uh, like but, you get but it t- it's a little more than that. So. Yeah. First of all, can I just say something? There's never going to be a better magician movie than The Prestige. I mean, that's, it's yeah. already, right. that's the way it is. So, uh, I'll check those movies out. But um, real quick, before we get into this whole thing, can I just uh, do a quick retraction? 1917 no. was DP. 1917 was Roger Deakins. Yes. Okay. Right. Uh, Grieg, Grog, Grieg was um, the new, Greg. the new, the new Batman, Dune, mm-hmm. Lion, Zero Dark Thirty, and Vice. Yeah, that's Roger, Grieg. Roger Deakins. I was looking at his. Uh, he has yeah, a Deakins nice. a Shawshank. I think Lion extremely awesome. impressive yeah. resume. Deakins has been around. Long yeah, he's time, an old dude. So. Yeah, yeah, he's probably in his seventies now, is my guess. Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Sicario. But he did. He, I'm pretty sure he did Shawshank. Deacons. Sicario is cool. Sicario is amazing. Uh, violent. 
Lots of days. We should do a drinking game sometime with Sicario and see (laughs) what happens. But uh, that's an interesting idea for an episode. Watch along and drink. Like every time John Wick kills somebody, you drink. So it looks like you were. We would uh, die. Yeah, you'd be dead. We would be one of John Vic John Wick's victims uh, by the end of it. All right, Dan, you you tapped out of sequels. I I am. Well, Uh, yeah. Before before I intentionally not go to you for the first. uh, take on vengeance mm-hmm. um <laughs> where can people find us buddy uh yes absolutely people can find us we're on social media uh instagram twitter facebook you can find us at movie council pod uh you can also send us an email to movie council pod at gmail.com and yeah. uh wherever you're listening you know whether it's uh, spotify or amazon or itunes Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and you give us a rating and write a little review for us. You know, give us five stars. Do it. Tell, tell the world how awesome we are, which, mm-hmm. you know, Do obviously it. we know we're Do awesome, it. but, you know, let other people know. We're can awesome. you send us a message too so we can read it on the air? And yeah. Fuck with you. yeah. We will, yes. we will, we will clearly <laughs> make fuck fun with of you, you and yeah. 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 I mean, why not? We will skewer your movie taste, but it'll yeah. be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> you'll get, you'll get, Heard. That's what everyone yeah, wants. Yeah, that's everyone it. wants to be heard. Yeah, we'll see. You will be again. heard on this podcast. So just send us a message, please. <laughs> All right. That's the news for the night. We should have a little like sound effect for like that. Mm. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, we're gonna get into our topic of the week. Sound effect. Insert sound effect. Yeah. All right. Do something. So, <laughs> yeah. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Just yeah. Do, that, do, yeah. do the thing there. Yeah, Timestamp. Blah blah blah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tonight we're talking about the movie Vengeance. Um, it's streaming on Peacock right now, and I think Rotten Tomatoes sort of sums up the the synopsis a little bit. So I'll just. Mm-hmm. Sort of um, um, paraphrase it a little bit. So it's the directorial debut from writer and also star B.J. Novak. He stars in it. It's a darkly comic thriller about this guy, Ben, who's a journalist and podcaster. He travels from New York to West Texas to investigate the death of a girl he was hooking up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just hooking up with her. She was in his phone as like, uh, whatever her name is, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Abilene, Texas. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Abby. Uh, who who wants to jump in here? Who wants to tell me what they thought of Vengeance? We've all seen it. Marky. Now, Marky was off last week. Let Marky get it. Yeah. Hit me. All right. Um, first off, I very much enjoyed this movie. I thought the acting on pretty much all accounts was done really well. I very much enjoyed the characters. I thought that it was a fun idea with this, like, uh, podcast research that he's doing and it, it gave him a good uh, him BJ Novak it gave his character a good reason to be in this place and to be able to kind of put himself in front of these people you know it's just a modern journalist this guy doing a podcast and I really liked uh, Boyd Holbrook I think his name was the one that played the older brother of the yeah. victim um, he was hilarious everyone in the Texas family was a character I mean, they were all great Ashton Kutcher was in it. I thought his acting ability kind of came and went. Sometimes it seemed really good, and then sometimes mm-hmm. it was, seemed to fall flat. Um, the setting was bleak and just kind of played into what we were looking at, almost like a character. It's just this brown desert Texas landscape. Um, I was surprised by the ending. I enjoyed that. 
and it came full circle. There was one point at the dinner table where the grandmother said, or no, it was Boyd, I think. Uh, his character's name is Ty. Someone says, uh, we need to take care of this with a 45. And at the end, he uses a 45, which I thought mm-hmm. was a nice touch. Sometimes, you know, they get that stuff kind of messed up. Um, I thought the writing was really good, like the dialogue. There's some lines in there that had me laughing out loud, and I'm still like chuckling about the day after. Um, I think one of my favorite ones was when uh, Ben, BJ Novak's character, is making coffee in Texas, and he's yeah. he just got all his fancy stuff out there. And he asked uh, the victim's younger sister, So, you want a cup of coffee? She's like, Sure. So, how do you take it? And she's like, What? In my mouth? <laughs> I just, I don't know why that had me cracking up, and I was chuckling about it the next day. But um, yeah, overall, I really like this movie. I laughed a lot. It was dark. It's fitting dark comedy because the subject matter is dark, and it it ends in another death. And everything in the town is bleak. They talk to the police. All the different uh, uh, law enforcement agencies are kind of like reminiscent of what's going on today which is you know even more dark um it just it it i think it, it came off well and there was a fun cameo john mayer in the very beginning like i said the dialogue i felt was sharp and well written um i th- i thought the movie worked well and uh, again to repeat myself I, th- I felt like it came full circle and, and wrapped up nicely with some uh things that were said earlier on in the movie and pass <laughs> uh tim could you mind jumping in here yeah um so i'll start by saying i i really really liked this movie i really did um my only the only thing i'm a little upset i'm the type of person that likes if i'm gonna watch a movie that's kind of deep um i like to watch it like one day and then talk about it the next i like like a night to sleep on it Sure. I didn't think this was going to be one. I watched it today. Um, I didn't think this was going to be one of these movies because did you guys watch the trailer for this? Yeah, it seemed kind of uh, campy. This did not at all describe what is going on. It seemed like kind of silly and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like it just didn't seem like a serious movie, but it turned out to be a very serious movie with, you know, obviously a lighter touch to it. But um, I actually thought it was one of the more interesting, thought provoking movies I've seen this year. It was a mystery, a comedy, um, you know, a, a commentary on our lives these days, a self-deprecating look at, at our modern lives. It's just, yeah, I thought PJ Novak was great. I thought the writing, the directing was great. You could tell he put a ton into this project. Yeah, You can tell he really, really worked hard on this. Um, and to, to speak to your point about Kutcher, um, he – you're right. There were moments where I was like, "Oh, I'm into this," and then other moments I was like, "Go away," you know. Like mm-hmm. it, it was kind of annoying, but um, I thought overall he did well. Again, um, I think what really stood out, like you said, was the writing of this movie. There was some just classic lines, like when he was to Issa Rae, who was just, by the way, oh right, Issa fucking can get it. Um, but remember, there at one point she, they're, they're talking, they, they were gonna, they said, "Dead white girl." She goes, oh, dead white girl. He goes, oh, the holy grail of podcast. Yes. It's so true. Do you know how many like true crime Those podcasts? exact words written down on my notes. Yeah. Dead white girl, holy grail of podcast. Yeah. Do you know how many like true crime podcasts I've listened to about a dead white girl? Oh, yeah. I mean, lots of dead people in general. But I mean, uh, to live and die in L.A., the Orange Grove, uh, uh, disappear. They're all mm-hmm. um, 
so many of them did white girls. Um, yeah. But, but <laughs> can I just say really quick, and I, I don't want to go because we're going to keep going and get it deep and we'll go counterpoints, I'm sure. But I just want to say those two local cops were in two scenes. Mike and Dan. Almost made me piss myself. <laughs> yeah. like, the last line that he says, remember, like when they're on the radio, like Quentin Sellers got shot in the head. They're like, Hugh, I never thought that guy was accident prone. <laughs> they never think anything is premeditated. Yeah. Everything is just an accident. Um, so those guys were great. There were a couple of yeah, there were a lot of small little roles like that that people were were really cool and funny in the movie. Again, I think I think BJ Novak put a lot into this, and I, it was you know for a a dark comedy like this, it was very detail oriented and just really smart. It, it just uh, again, we can kind of get deeper as we go, but. Um, you know, I want to hear AJ and DP's thoughts about it before we before we get real because this is a movie you can go deep into. So, mm-hmm. so for me, uh, again, I I totally loved this movie. I, I thought it was excellent. Um, it, like I said, very smart writing, very smartly funny jokes. You know, um, <laughs> like there's that one part where the the brother's like, you know, oh, it's like this, the the most wretched, horrible stretch of land mm-hmm. in all the country, but yet I can't leave it. And he's like, "Yeah, that's what I think of Twitter." It is so accurate. <laughs> Isn't that so accurate? Like it I, is fucking dead. I can't on. get away from it either. Yeah, it's so true. It is so fucking true. Oh, um, like I, I thought Ashton Kutcher was fucking amazing. I loved Ashton Kutcher. I thought there were this. moments of brilliance. Yeah, I, yeah. I liked him yeah. the whole way through. There, there were no points he took me out of it. I, I thought he was great. Uh, I thought his character itself served a fucking great purpose in the movie too, because um, it, it like he kind of highlighted a bunch of things for you know B.J. Yes. Novak's. Yeah, character. he was very like, uh, what, yeah. What um, an extra cricket ish, like, yeah, yeah he's very wise kind of leading him through, and yeah, yeah, uh, I, I thought he was excellent in it. Um, uh, it, it, one thing I'm glad I watched it because I had no idea. Um, uh, the whole thing where, where they talk about Six Flags, oh, shit. that how that's yeah. a Texas company, and I had no idea that was. Texas was part of six countries. Like Texas at one oh, point yeah. was part yeah, of yeah, Mexico, yeah. was yeah, part of yeah. Spain, France, France, the Republic of Texas, the Confederate States of America, and you know, I think yeah, Fran- I don't know France if I didn't mention, but anyway, six countries it had been a part of. So six flags is now uh, like their thing. So anywho. I, know, I never knew that before. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I found that, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and Issa yeah. Rae wrote a note down real quick. What'd she say? Like uh, Six Flags Conspiracy or something like that? Like she kept putting <laughs> yeah. her post-it notes up. Yeah. Reading her post-it notes. I don't mean to cut you off, Dan, but reading her no. post-it notes in the background was funny. You could always see something that she was pointing out. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, uh, overall, like the like the back and forth he went through to as a character. Of, yeah. You know, yeah. at, at points, like kind of feeling superior to everyone there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden realizing he's fucking not at all. And then 
I, I mean, I thought I think the overall theme of the movie of like, you know, whether you're from fucking New York or bumfuck Texas, at the end of the day, we all kind of have the same problems and the same issues, and we're not really that different, you know, re- regardless of, you know, your upbringing or, you know, your your place in life. So, I, I liked that theme. I thought that was uh well done but not too heavy-handed you know so uh yeah overall i i enjoyed it i, I thought this was very well done especially uh considering it's like bj Novak's first movie mm, yeah like i i thought his direction was really <clears throat> like well done too like it, it the the way the movie was shot the way the story unfolded i thought was very very well done so Kudos to to BJ Novak in the directing department. Can we get something? Yeah, I actually I just had a quick question. Um, AJ, what did you think of this movie? Yeah, <laughs> what an amazing question! <laughs> Holy shit, I can't believe I didn't think of that question. <laughs> so I, I I gotta tell you guys, um, I'm a little more lukewarm on this movie than you guys are. Oh, this is usually yeah. my role. He's taking on my I role. Know. Oh, um, you all of a sudden? I, I didn't hate it. I thought I, I want to agree with some of the stuff first. So I thought for a directorial debut, if, even if it wasn't a debut, I think the direction was good. I thought the writing was very sharp. Um, we know this guy's a good writer, right? Like, yeah, we know, we know he's his well credentials. established writer. We know his credentials, right? Um, I think that the the error in this film was the casting to me. I think Ashton Kutcher was dog shit. Mm-hmm. I think he's a terrible actor. I just think he's a bad actor. I think also, AJ, I think you've seen too much over the years that you can't even begin to give him any credit. I can't. You know I, mean? I can't. Right, right. Yeah. And that's how yeah, I felt I'm, about I'm him. Traumatized. I'm traumatized. You've seen too much. Um, I also didn't. We didn't get enough Issa Rae. I love her. She was I think awesome. She's terrific. Yes. She, I, yeah. I think she wasn't. Um, she was kind of given like little bits and pieces to do, right? In this right. film, I didn't think she was given enough to do, um, and I don't know if for a directorial debut you need to get you put yourself in front of the camera too necessarily. I agree like, with that. Like it, maybe they could have, you know, uh, cast someone else to star in it and have him concentrate more on just directing. But I don't think B.J. Novak was terrible. I just don't think he's like a leading man necessarily. Mm-hmm. So him and that him and this, that had, this movie well, had though. potential, right? It had like a great like shell or exoskeleton, right? Like it had all the good writing, like you guys talked about, all the great one-liners, all the sharp like wit that it had. The message was good. So that's why I'm kind of like on the fence with this. I didn't hate it. I just, I just, you know, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking I'd rather not be seeing Ashton Kutcher right now. Find me someone that can actually act to do this role. And then find, and then give me more Isaray and put someone else in the, in the lead, maybe not that BJ Novak did a bad job. Um, and he was actually better towards the end as like things started ramping up. Um, and I thought the family, like those people, those unknowns that I, I don't even know those actors really, I thought they did a cool job. Like that was so that part of it was good. So I'm like very much on the fence. Like I like a lot of it, I didn't like a lot of it. Yeah. So I, I know that. that's not, I know that's not saying what you want to. Want me to uh, what you want to hear, but like that—that's how I felt. No, AJ, I know I get I get what you're saying about Kutcher. Like, like he's he is he is at just in general just an annoying twat. But like, 
I don't know. There were moments that some of like his monologues I thought like really had me captivated. Yeah. Okay. Um, that first you know, monologue like, he did in the recording studio when he was telling that girl to open up. I was yeah. I got goosebumps from it, that. It was like it was like weird and like creepy and douchey, but like at the same yeah. time I was like, oh, I thought that was delivered really well. And then when she started okay. singing, okay. I was like, that was, was, that was, was nice. it the delivery? Or was it the writing? It was the it, writing? I think it was probably more the writing, but I thought okay. he delivered it well. I mean, I thought but, he de- I thought he delivered it like a creep. That's what he was trying to come okay. off. Right. As, you know? I also yeah, yeah, I also sure. pinned him immediately as the. Uh, Number one suspect. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I, that was in the back of my mind, but they pulled him away long enough that I forgot about him for a little while. Um, so I thought okay. he did that well. Um, I, I thought again the other monologue at the end um, when they're in that tent before you know we let's talk about let, let's I want to talk about the ending at some point, but yeah, before we do that, that can I just say that monologue that Kutcher does when like B J Novak thinks he has him, you know, and then he just says, oh, but then they're gonna ask like, well, what about your relationship with her and all this. What a clear, concise picture of what a bunch of cunts we all are these days. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He nailed like, it. I mean, that is just, you know, you, you can't, you can't, you can't ever like just have somebody nailed like dead to rights mm-hmm. because then they're gonna just dig into your past. Or what about your motives? Or what about your family? What, yeah, right? where were you? You know what I mean? Exactly. You can't Which, do that anymore. And I think, I, I think it just it, the movie really in general. It just nails like the source of why so many fucking people, mm-hmm. this whole country is so unhappy these days. It's just yeah. it, it's so much of that. It's just it's just amazing, like kind of overarching condemnation. Yeah, of society. right. And to and me, that's how shitty we are as people. And mm-hmm. yeah, right. it, it, everyone in the movie was kind of shitty in some aspect. You know, yeah. everyone, no one was like just the good person every right. one of them had some yeah. shitty yeah. aspect to them yeah to me to me the writing is what sort of like encapsulated that it wasn't yeah. really the performances to me it was the it was the the writing well novak um, seems to have this way of like being completely satirical while at the same time like poking fun at everyone like yeah, he, like he yeah. really like got everybody this, like you remember this, uh, before you guys get into like the ending and stuff because i won't interrupt that but like the scene outside the water burger yeah um, that's probably the best scene in the film. Like, yeah, I got acting, it act, acting wise and like the back the, and the exchange forth. of dialogue and stuff, like and the writing. But I think it, it says a it lot. It worked Boyd. really well. It says a lot about Boyd Holbrook because in that moment, like he was so wrong about what he did. Yeah, but I felt so fucking bad for him in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, and I felt like B.J. Novak was being such a twat. Um, but yeah, that's a great scene. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Boyd, I, I really like Boyd. He's only been. Uh... I mean, he pops up and stuff every now and then. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and he, he does a pretty good job, but there's certain roles that I feel like he really shines in. And this one b- being one of them. I'm not sure where he's really originally from, but I thought that he was from West Texas. Um, and to add on to that, I appreciated that in this movie, um, all these Texan characters, for the most part, they were, they were all intelligent. Yeah. Right? Like there yeah. was, it, it wasn't like, this guy from New York comes down and he's surrounded by a, a bunch of slow footed idiots. Um, everyone was on their game and pretty sharp. And I think it took uh, Ben, the character off guard. He's like, Oh shit. Like I was not expecting this. Um, and, and then uh, when he meets Ashton Kutcher for the first time, he tells him that like, he's like, there's, there's not a lack of creativity or intelligence out here. It's just, what does he say? It's like this place or something like that. There's nowhere yeah. to funnel it. Yeah. 
But, but, but that's what I loved about Ashton Kutcher's character too. Is like when you first met him, like he did, like he came across as so genuine, and like really was, you know, trying to capture people's voices and like like seem like an actual decent fucking person that that was good at what he did, and you know, so ending time it comes around. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it, that much. You know, I not really shocking because mm-hmm. you kind of saw it coming. But like you know, uh, the the change of his character of like how he was portrayed as this like kind of nice guy that really was trying to do good, and then you find out he's just a cunt. Yeah, yeah, Which, oh yeah. You know, is again like this Smart whole yeah. thing of you know the how society is nowadays and you know mark you, you, for the you right. only see oh, shit from people online that's mm. the best part of themselves and then you get to know them and you find out they're actually shit people so mm. i don't know sorry no marky i will say i just looked it up boyd holbrook is from like a small town in kentucky so okay that makes sense you know that yeah. did, did come off pretty genuine so um AJ, is it cool if we talk, you know, you're the host, but I want to, uh, can we talk about the ending? Yeah, jump in. Real quick. So, again, this is obviously, we we spoil shit here. Um, and so at the very end, once um, Ben, uh, BJ Novak's character, figures out that um, Ashton Kutcher's character was the one responsible, and he didn't kill her, but he was responsible for her death. Didn't call 911 when she overdosed. Right. And, and, and just dragged her, her body off. Uh, to a place, a, of, yeah. Uh, yeah four, dead zone yeah four police jurisdictions and uh and then bj novak blows his head off um yeah, fucking a i so, do not see that, that coming. coming so that's the thing wow. i will say i don't think i liked that um no, and, I, no. and i'll tell you why i just felt it was so detached from the rest of the movie because like yeah. he's, he's just a giant vag the whole movie you know he'd never been in a fight you know he just and then suddenly yeah. he just blows a guy's head off because he happened to find a gun in their house and he just just bl- i thought that was no and, and by the way i get it i get like the motif there because you know after that whole conversation they had suddenly he was in a moment where he realized he could it was probably the only place on earth that he could get away with blowing someone's head off and he wasn't going to get caught for it um so i i get I get where they're going with it. It just with the rest of the movie, it just made absolutely no fucking sense to me. In fact, I thought it was going to be one of those scenes where he like just he just believed that it happened. You know what I mean? Like he dreamt it or right, he, like he dreamed dream it or something. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to walk out and that didn't really happen because I thought it was just that far away from everything else that had happened for the previous 90 minutes of the movie. So um, I get it. But at the same time, it just it just felt weird to me. I couldn't get into that part. Marky, jump in here. Yeah, so this is where um, I can see what TW is saying, but this is, for me, where I feel like the movie came around full circle um, with the one of the first, I guess it is the first meeting when Boyd and Ben, I, well, Boyd Holbrook and BJ Novak are riding in the truck together, and then Boyd tells them uh, she was murdered. Yeah. And we're I don't gonna, avenge death, and we're going to avenge her. And he's like, "Yeah, I, this is, as a as, personal as a rule, line. <laughs> that's a great I don't line. Avenge people. I don't avenge deaths. Yeah, I don't avenge. <laughs> um, but you know, in that, what you were saying, in that moment, he realized that he could kill him and get away with it. I think 
that. And in that moment, he realized that if he didn't, then there would be nothing done about Abilene's death. It would come to fruition of what Ashton Kutcher said. It would be bounced back and forth to where it was just a story and there, it wouldn't be pinned on him. He'd be a celebrity. It'd be, it might be pinned back on BJ Novak and come back around. And so the title of the film is vengeance. So it's, you know, there's that, um, he's <laughs> got, he's carrying a 45 and they say in the beginning, we're going to venture with a 45. Then he's, he's, that's what he's got at the end. It's 1911. Um, and it's, it is out of character for him. For, completely and utterly it's a complete yes. detachment it's not out of character it's yes. a 180 completely yes. out of the yeah. blue but I, I i i know that but i feel like it works just in the sense that he in my mind i'd see that he had a realization that if he didn't do this then there, nothing would happen abilene would just be forgotten so he avenges her and pulls off the vengeance and just and kills kills this piece of shit. I'm not saying I hated it either. I'm not saying I hated the ending. I just, I can't, I, it just is so weird. It's almost like it I doesn't can't quite fit. It's not realistic. Again, I might need a night to sleep on it. You know, like I, I, I don't I like it though. It, it, no, I felt good about it. Yeah. You know, anytime Ashton Kutcher eats a bullet, you know, we should all smile. I was I mean, also the, surprised. Like when he first AJ, shot and there's the right. hole in the tent, I was like, what the fuck was that? And then he gets shot in the neck. I was like, oh, fuck. And then it shows him with a pistol. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But Marky, Marky, was the bullet coming out of the gun accurate? Because that's your little, that's your thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. That... It, uh, they, they, they did not really do anything for the gun effects. It sounded like a, a firecracker, like you know, the ones the that used to have. Holes? What about the bullet holes in Kutcher? Did those those yeah. accurate? Okay, no. thank you. If he if he shot him point blank with a forty five, the first one would have cut half his neck off. The second one would have taken off the top of his head. That's a big. Anytime you have a ballistics question, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Marky's the movie council's ballistic expert. <laughs> Fucking episode of CSI every time it's a gun involved in a movie. Right. DP, I have a question. What do you think? <laughs> it's a great oh, well. question. <laughs> I'm starting to go now at this point. I'm starting to lose it. I actually got a couple things I want to say. Um, first one is like, you're right. Like, the fact that he decided to shoot him at the end as if that was like the optimum way to end it or whatever is so contradictory to everything he did before. Everything mm -hmm. was like, you know, like, like you say, he doesn't, you know, avenge death. <laughs> that one of my favorite lines of the movie. His whole thing is like being able to tell the story. Like that's the, the, the key is to put the story out there. And then he ends it by wanting to keep the story covered up and killing the guy. Like it's just so, anti him it felt well, it was he, a really he, weird ending he tells he tells the mother after that he said this this her story is for us or something like that yeah yeah because he, de uh, he deletes again, this, the podcast this one's for us so I yeah, that it, it was weird i i didn't hate it i i just felt like wow what a weird change for him yeah, it definitely but, didn't stick the landing yeah right, yeah, on the end yeah, there. yeah and uh the other thing just <laughs> <laughs> One little thing I really fucking liked was the fact that uh, Abilene, her sister's names were 
Paris and Kansas City. Yeah, those girls are funny, man. Those girls are really funny. Like Paris is a normal sounding name, (laughs) but Kansas City, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but they called her Casey. But think of the Casey, which is normal sounding name. But think think of the two cities, Paris. Like that's what she thought of yeah. that daughter. Kansas that's what City. she thought of that daughter. Yeah. And then Kansas City. That's what she thought of that daughter. <laughs> yeah. And then Abilene is where they were from, right? And that's right. the name of yeah. the, yeah. the daughter. Two that hours died. away. Although I think she probably named the other daughter after Paris, Texas, which is uh, another right, little right, town right, in that yeah. area. <laughs> right, but the, I, hope I, so. I, I, yeah. I guess I guess the just the 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 um the optics there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And um, the our, whole. The whole Whataburger thing. Sorry to cut you off, AJ. Yeah, the the argument about Whataburger. Mm. Because yeah. it's the right there. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a Burger King, a McDonald's, and a Whataburger. The Whataburger. Sonic. Yeah. Sonic. <laughs> because it's right there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. AJ, do you agree with me on the ending that it was fucking bizarre? Yeah, you know, that the end didn't, didn't really land for me uh, either. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I think it was just... It didn't stick it. Like I think that's for I all agree. The, the for all the good writing that I, that I that I think was done throughout the movie by by Novak. It yeah, the the, the whole thing where he shot him just didn't. It was so in contrast to his character that it just didn't really work for me. As, and I I still agree. I, I feel like 100%. it was very out of place. But I very much like the ending because of. How I was surprised and like how much his character turned there at the end. Right. I mean, I because it's it's still not like unbelievable. It is right. just uh, it's a surprise and out uh, mm. of place from everything else that happened. Um, and even when you know he's the the was the very final scene of him, he's riding on the subway in New York, and just that brief few seconds, he seemed like such a different person like he it looked like he didn't want to be there not in new yeah. york anymore like he's yeah. or something's happened to him you know well he killed a guy but. almost like and maybe you guys disagree with this but i don't know if, if maybe he didn't just he didn't take it far enough like he didn't take the message far enough or something I, wasn't mm. was as sharp as it could have been or something but i mean it's his debut and he he was in it i mean he he couldn't afford like you know it was his first film for crying out loud. Like yeah. I think he acquitted himself right. well. Um, there the was a joke who, about uh, it was yeah, like Boyd Holbrook was like you. You remind me about that guy from uh, that Steven Spielberg movie, or it's like Stephen King movie, and he's like uh, Shawshank. And he's like no Schindler's oh the, the Schindler's <laughs> list. He's like Liam Neeson. He's like no like I'm Liam Neeson movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there were there were little clever lines like that, and I think uh, Novak's a, a good movie, writer. Yeah. He's a good writer, and you know, for first for first crack at it, for first crack at it, you know, it's eighty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like first crack at it, yeah. he did a good job. I'm actually really excited to see the future for BJ Novak. I think I yeah. think there's a lot there. There's definitely yeah. We had that episode we did a while ago. Like what we think people are potential like future. Yeah. Oh stars. yes, that's I think right. BJ, BJ right. Novak's one of them. Mm. He, I mean, he's a brilliant writer. I mean, again, the yes. acting is. He, he, I don't know if he's a classically trained actor or not. He's not the best at it. He, right, he right. gets it. He can get it done. Um, but AJ, I think there's something there. Right, you know, to know, I, I don't know if he's a leading man. I didn't really. 
again, he was fine. He was okay. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't you know, almost like a placeholder. Like, he got the job. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It was almost like I, he was he, in the lead role. He was the supporting actor almost. Right. Like, right. I, I thought he was pretty good, but I, 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 I like he's, he's, he's got like a writing, directing. He's got a big future. I'm excited for him. Yeah. The directing, yeah, the directing was pretty good, um, especially mm-hmm. for a debut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, his writing, I think we can all agree, is just so well polished. I mean, that just yeah. really shined through. I love the shots of West Texas too. Like, I love areas like that. I like quiet. Mm, um, yeah, uh, for, yeah. talked about it like as he's recording, like just how beautiful yeah. it is. And, yeah. and Mark, you know, like you're used to quiet places. I mean, like he didn't. We're he didn't, not around here. Like, I mean, I, like, I, like, I love places like that. I live in like, the city. You know that, right? So no, you do I, now. I've been to your home where you grew up, Mark. Oh yeah. You, you, I. That's out in the woods. That's what I mean. I've but, been yeah. there. It's, I mean, he's obviously. But not I love like, that, Marky. I love yeah. that area where you live. Like, I prefer that shit. Yeah. So I love he, some of those shots. But for his first, first debut, for his first film, it's good. He's not being put on like the level of visionary filmmaker like Jordan Peele, because you know, right? He didn't come out with Get Out. You know, he didn't right. <laughs> come right. out with something crazy like that. But but what he did do was company. He's a good writer and. You know, he should keep doing it, definitely. Yeah, he should so. do another film. Yeah. I, I will say one thing I really liked about this film is it did really kind of highlight how um, people that do podcasts are just kind of better than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Duh, did, you, did you guys like, know that like there's like places that people like big buildings that people just go and report record podcasts? Yeah, like, their in job? New York. Can, yeah, can yeah. someone fucking hire us to do that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. I will be sending us an email, baby. Just a giant building where we, everyone's just recording podcasts. And that's the job. Like, what the hell? There was um. Now, like, no, people don't sit there with your dog annoying the shit out of you behind <laughs> you like me. You know Have you ever guys listened to the uh, podcast called S Town? It was really popular. Yeah, uh, shit town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in Alabama. Right. So that that, that um good who produced that one because that's one of those companies that has i, I forget like that. They, i remember the the guys I, the, I forget, the guy's name was oh shit yeah I, he said you, it that's what you just described like that's a company that turns out yeah, podcasts and he has, says like, that from from blah blah studios it's shit right. town yeah that's a really good podcast this movie uh i was thinking about s town while i was watching this movie just because of a guy like bj novak that goes to this town like you know he's from the big city comes to this uh backwoods town and just starts interviewing all these people. And that's kind of what I think, uh, like this, this story that we, the movie we watched touched on is like somebody in the movie said that, like, these are just going to be characters. Maybe it was Ashton Kutcher or Boyd said, like, these people are just going to be characters in your podcast. Like, they're not going to be the people anymore. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened with S Town with those people. Like, they were so eccentric and yeah. wild. John, John B. Was that his name? John, yeah, John B. I think yeah. So. Uh, but there's a lot of podcasts like that. Like that 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 one I mentioned vanished. They're mm-hmm. all three seasons. The ones in like South Dakota and like like it, it, it they go to these small towns and investigate these like small town murders and they do. They meet some fucking characters in those right. places. So I thought it was actually from the amount of those podcasts I listened to, I saw I thought this was a pretty accurate representation of yeah. of most of those. But it was cool. Like I liked a lot of the moments where like um you just uh, like the BJ Novak voiceovers that he was doing mm-hmm. for, for some of the stuff. I thought they were really right. poignant, really beautiful. Um and also again, like where again, you kind of like go, got... AJ, back to your point, it's the writing that kind of shines through. Every time I bring up something, it's like, well, the writing was really the reason that was right. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's always it comes back to well, it. Uh, remember, remember the um uh the 
Mexican cartel guys that he runs into at the rodeo. Yeah. The the being cool as shit. Yeah. Like you're at 11 percent, man. You might want to go to low power mode. (laughs) And then he talks to that guy like off the record. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, you just got to tell them I killed her. okay?" because if if they find out, they're going to ask me to kill somebody else. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, overall, I love this. I, I just really, it was, um, it was an easy watch, and it was, it was, um, it flowed. You know, I, you know, for a movie so deep, an hour and forty eight minutes. Damn, I mean, he crammed it in, but he, it didn't seem like he rushed anything. I think some yeah, I just original jokes job. too. Some, yeah, it uh, made me laugh yeah. a lot. DP, I, I don't. Yeah. As a rule, I don't avenge deths. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that fucking boy line. tells him after he's so in the ridiculous. hospital. Why would you have to say that to somebody? <laughs> what if you were driving Where a real car? Ever you ever have to ask say that to someone. <laughs> Do you guys want to uh, throw a number at this thing? Sure. Oh, yeah. boy. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I'll go first since uh, I was the first to speak on it. Um, you guys kind of if 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 you would have asked for my rating before you guys kind of chiming in, then I probably would have given it something a little bit higher. But this is why we're a council because you guys bring up things that I was kind of maybe uh, too starstruck to see. You know, had those rose colored glasses or however you want to call it. But I'm gonna give it a solid because of its originality in writing. And just this kind of modern story, it's over a four. I'm going to give a, a 4.125. That's four and an eighth. I think <laughs> wow. Just creeping over a four. Yeah. Marky measures a lot of shit in his job. He understands yes, those mm. fractions. And yeah, is that Tim, what that is? A fraction? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, what did he get? It's a decimal. Give me a number. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hovering right around four. I think it's four. I really enjoyed sure. it. It was one of my – can I very quickly just say, too – it was one of my favorite movies of the year. I give it a four even. It was one of my favorite movies of the year. And that's two movies that were exclusive to Peacock that were two of, I think, the best movies of the year, this and The Outfit. The oh, Outfit um, was terrific. Oh, my God. Peacock is getting it fucking done. All yeah, man, sudden. I agree so, with that. But so, yeah, so far, so I would put it probably in my top. I don't, I don't know. I haven't even done any math on this, but I would say it would probably be my top ten this year. I give it a solid four. Maybe I'm even in the in the marquee range, whatever. Fraction one, yeah, sure, sure, that, sure, that sure, sure. That Dan, Dan, hit me, give me a number. Uh, yeah, for me, so like four stars is like a B minus, so this is better than that. So, uh, I give it like four and a quarter. This is a solid okay. B yeah. movie, very, very good. Like, movie. you know, not perfect, but definitely better than a C. You know, like this yeah. was a good movie. Yeah. I, again, unlike you guys, I thought Ashton Kutcher was amazing in this yeah. movie. Okay. The best one of my favorite Ashton Kutcher performances. Yeah, that's I've not ever saying, that's not saying much. That's not saying much. Butterfly I mean, flag, dude, like, where's like my saying, car rules? Yeah, it's like saying but, it's like yeah. trying to like say like oh, one yeah. of my best sexual performances. Like none of them are good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. 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 Like, oh, this was nine seconds instead of seven. <laughs> yeah, right. Woo, exactly. Boom. <laughs> hey, Got I have a done. question. I have a question. AJ, what do you give this? Yes, what a great question. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to the well. So, I mean, obviously, you guys know I'm going to come in under you guys because I, yeah. I. Oh my! I had my problem. I had my problems with this, but <laughs> I, I also, I also didn't hate it. Um, I didn't hate the writing. I did like. I thought the writing was sharp. Um, I had my problems with the ending, as you guys uh, did. Um, I, I mean, hated, I thought it was I, great. Uh, besides Marky, um, I hated the. Uh, the Kutcher casting, just in general, the casting. Never mind the performance. Like, get that He's guy away. out of my life. Get that guy out He's... of my life. 
I love Issa Rae. I didn't see enough of her. So me, yeah. three and a quarter. Okay. So good. Yeah, so good. If we're going to take a mean, uh, what are we looking at? 3.875, something like that. That's yeah, your thing. Yeah. Marky, that's your thing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Let's just call yeah. it four. Mar- hey, Marky, figure that uh, out Kim, for us. Kim yeah. will plug it into one of his spreadsheets later. <laughs> yeah. We'll get back to you on <laughs> it. Spreadsheets that I only know about. And yeah. no one else the hundreds of them that I have. All right. I don't know if we're actually taking a break, but hey, we'll be back after this break. I do. I do. And we're back, everyone. So um, we're going to jump into a segment uh, where we're kind of going to talk about some of our other favorite dark comedies um, because we we're all dark motherfuckers. You know, this is this is one of those that I relish this week. There was a lot of them. I really I had to parse through like some of it's very obvious low hanging fruit which i tried to avoid but um let's just get into it like we all have a list i know we do who wants to jump in who's who's got a favorite dark comedy um that they just absolutely love well i've like you mentioned low hanging fruit and i'm just going to go ahead and throw out the ones that because they they are still my favorite right mm-hmm. uh frank michael fassbender uh, oh, yeah. about like I the South by Southwest. God, um, God I, I love that, that fucking movie. Oh, God, yeah. that movie's incredible. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Um, in Bruges. Yeah. Pace yourself. Oh no, I'm I'm throwing out the, <laughs> some low hanging fruit because I I do have several that I want to talk about that I very yeah, much enjoyed yeah. that I haven't really mentioned. So mm. okay, okay. Uh, low hanging fruit. Last one, Jojo Rabbit. I mean, very uh, dark. Oh very yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy ish. Comedy ish. But good it's call, good it's call, good call. Fucking brilliant movie. In Bruges so, is a great one for yeah. the low hanging fruit variety. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie Death of Stalin? Yes. No, yeah. I haven't actually. Yeah. Mark, <laughs> I got it. I got it, guys. I got to tell you, I wrote down uh, you know best dark comedies, and then I wrote want to see, and yeah. I have the Death of Stalin. On I've there. seen that. I saw it in the theater actually. Did it you? is fucking hilarious yeah marky that might have been that might have been 2019 that year i keep like 2017 really was that i wrote down the years for everything yeah why did i see it in the theater i was dating that broad i don't know but um (laughs) it was it it was fucking hilarious yeah 95 percent tomato is great and andrea riseborough is in it and i'm a humongous fan of her i don't know if you guys know her the cast the cast is stacked jason isaacs is in it It's, it's ridiculous yeah, it's and I stumbled across it on Netflix, uh, not knowing anything oh. about it, and I was blown away. I don't know okay. if it's still there. Yeah, I, um, I gotta check out. It's really, really funny. Like it, yeah. it's hysterical. I could say it's it's like a what would you call it? Like uh, almost like a Shakespearean like comedy tragedy. Yeah, it's set in like a in in a, in a World War. Like uh, it was well, loosely it, based off of the yeah the uh the, yeah the, the time it, period of it the, wasn't the even that historically inaccurate like it was mm-hmm. kind of but just fucked up at the it's, same time it's, it's really the inner cabinet of yeah of uh the Soviet regime once Stalin is dead they're all after each other's throats trying to grab yeah. the top seat yeah and it's everyone's everyone's either in a English accent it's a Russian setting. But everyone's got either an English accent or an American accent, like yeah. Skimmy. Yeah, Buscemi's just like he just talks like himself for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a fantastic movie. It's really I highly recommend it. 
right. Um, yeah, it's on my list. You want to go around? Want to do a little round robin on this one? DP, yeah, you got one? Yeah, ten. yeah DP. Oh, sorry. Sorry, AJ. I, I keep forgetting something. I hosted for a long time. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I get a little ahead of myself. I apologize. I don't know if anybody went up there and told you. I don't shine yeah. shoes no more. <laughs> but you've been away for a long off. time. You might not have heard. <laughs> AJ Keep doesn't have shoes no more. Keep them here. DP, what do you got for me? Um, so so that's the thing. Like for me, dark comedies. When I'm thinking of my favorite ones, it's basically just the list of movies I've picked for you guys. During yeah, like that's true. Week. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay that's fine. Super. Uh, that's on my list. Super's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. Uh, God bless America. Yeah, oh, no, like uh, once I love, but uh, the one I want to shout out now is kind of like the the granddaddy of them all the the original Mean Girls, Heather's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, Christian that's on my Slater list. Yeah, and yeah, it's a yeah, Winona Ryder. It's a hey, uh, Marky. Have you so seen good, it? It's free dude. on Prime. Free on Prime. It's okay. a um. It's a, is that a John Hughes movie, Heather's? It feels Jeez, like it, it, but it isn't. Yeah, it, but yeah, it's that very kind of small town John yeah. Hughes thing. Okay, so it's not, okay. All right, all right. I love my gay son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ohio mineral water. That's how they do. They were gay. Yeah, that's what they were drinking. <laughs> mineral water. Well, that's what was put in on the sea. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was, it was planted. I love him. I love my dead gay uh, son. <laughs> it's it's such a good movie. It, it, like spawns so many fucking like you know sayings and whatnot. Like, what's your damage? Yeah, completely oh, yeah. came. What's from your that damage? Movie. Like people from still Heather's, use yeah. that to this day. Like, yeah. what's your damage, Heather? I'm gonna bring that it. back. I'm definitely yeah, please, please. Oh. I'm doing it too. <laughs> yeah, Heather's is just a, an all time great fucking. Uh, Shannon Doherty really fucking yeah. good. In that yeah, one. yeah, 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 yeah. So mean. Original um, Mean Girls, like DP said. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just rewatched it today. It weirdly fucking holds up well. I mean, there's some obviously yeah. um, uh, terms they use that yeah. doesn't quite fly anymore. No, no. Oh, like, <laughs> like watching Eddie Murphy yeah. raw. Yeah, I missed exactly, the 80s. Yeah. So, but yeah, otherwise it fucking holds up really well. It's a very fucking okay. funny movie. So yeah, like I said, free with Prime. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop yeah. that on this weekend. So. Tim, what, Tim, you got one for us? So, can I say one? I don't even know if I... This is definitely not one of my favorite dark comedies. Um, I'm not even sure if I like this movie. I just know that when I saw this movie, and a couple times I've seen it, it affected me deeply, because it was so fucked up. And it's the... Uh, if you guys ever seen it? It's the, the, the Seth, uh, Seth Rogen uh, mall cop movie, Observe and Report. Oh, yeah. yeah. I that DVD. movie is fucked up. That I mean, like it is, like it. There's definitely some funny parts. Don't get me wrong. Like actually hysterical parts, but that movie is deeply disturbing. Like Seth Rogen is a fucking mental patient in that movie. Like he's a fucking absolutely. Yeah, I get you, Mark. He he's a f- just. There's a, a there's a monologue you can look up on YouTube because he wants to become a cop in the movie and he's working with a shrink at one point and he just he <laughs> he talks about this dream that he has every night. 
about like uh, the world is like is is ending and he has this giant shotgun and starts killing everybody it is one of the funniest (laughs) and out steps me holding the biggest fucking shotgun you've ever seen like this (laughs) it is so fucked up this movie and ray leota's in it and um uh the the chick from uh the scary movie uh anna faris anna faris yeah um, and, uh, who's, who's the who's Matt, Aziz, Aziz Ansari? Um, yeah, Aziz is that. DP would uh, love this movie. Uh, sorry, it not is Aziz. So yeah. deeply fucked up, <laughs> but it's um, but it's definitely fits the bill of of dark comedy. You, Very you dark. It. Yeah, Mark, you own it. Uh, yeah, I've got it on DVD. Um, uh, I think Andrew sent it to me. No, I bought it in a bargain bin. I bought like when it was mm-hmm. back when you yeah. back when you go get it like at uh. A little store called Blockbuster, and you go rifle through like the five dollar movies or whatever. Blockbuster, um, what's Blockbuster? Can, can anyone hear? Oh, remind Explain me, I have a news thing. What Blockbuster? I have is? a news thing about Blockbuster before we end tonight. Okay, just don't. I um, I used to work there. But the oh. the story I wanted to tell about it was that you you guys met my mom, uh, yeah. sweet little Christian Southern lady, best guacamole I've ever had. <laughs> God, that was. Fun. I just, I I still think about that guacamole. Right, nailed the guac. Oh. She uh, went to the theater one time by herself, like during the day. She was like going to, I don't know, an appointment or something like that. And she had some time to kill. So she went to the theater. And what she told me was that she meant to go see Paul Blart. And she oh, accidentally no. saw Observing oh, Report. No. I feel like they and came she, out around the same time. They did. They did. They came out the same. <laughs> and I was like, I was asking her about it. And she's like, she started describing more of the movie. I'm like, you watched the whole thing. She's like, "Yeah, I sat. I watched the whole thing." I was like, "You didn't leave? Like once? You, like you surely realized?" And she's like, "I just finished it." And I was I like, "Oh my god!" Getting through it. But uh, part of that, I think, the reason I think she was kind of uh, uh, that was the story she told me. I don't necessarily buy it because that movie was made by Jody Hill, and he's a, a North Carolina native. And I remember there was okay. like an article in the newspaper, like North Carolina mm. native, uh, you know, has a movie yeah. coming out. Uh, so I think she kind of went to go see it. Like, oh, this she guy. She it on purpose. <laughs> she did. A local and she, boy. And, and then try, tried to explain the reason why she sat through the entirety of it was because right. she thought she was seeing Paul. No, I don't buy it, Mom. I can't picture your mom. I, again, I've only had, I only had limited conversations with her, but right. I cannot picture her. I still Still laugh. So she is so sweet. I cannot yeah. picture her getting through that movie. I love that movie though. It is fantastic. It's, it's fucked up though, right? It is very fucked up. Yeah, and it's beyond. Uh, Jody Hill has a very uh, twisted sense of humor. I mean, he's involved with David Gordon Green and Danny McBride still, and you know he's in. Uh, he's, he's he's got like he's directed episodes of Eastbound and Down and Righteous Gemstones, and Marky, he's done some writing on that. There's a part in that movie. That is like a borderline rape scene. <laughs> like, like when Anna Ferris is just passed out drunk yeah. and he's banging her. Like it's just, it's and then she wakes up and she's like, Why Don't you stop? stop yes. <laughs> and she's got puke all over her. It's so, it's so yeah. Oh, God. All right. Sorry. Ben Best is in that, that movie. movie too. Is oh, dast- that movie small. is dastardly. Oh, it's, it's, it is fucked beyond another level. Yeah. It's just, there is so many. But it's extremely Danny quotable. Danny has got a cameo. Yeah, yeah, it's extremely quotable. Oh, and uh, um, fucking uh, Pena. What's his name? Yeah, Michael Pena. Michael, Michael Pena. Pena. Yeah. Remember when I was telling you guys my loose uh, TSA script? I was imagining Michael Pena as one of the TSA <laughs> officers because of his role in Observing yeah. Report. Yeah, it's uh, tough. Anyways, um, AJ, do you got one? 
Great. I'm not going to the well. I'm not going to the well with the joke too much. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want. I don't overdo it. I do. I'm. I'm going back to the '80s, like like DP, and I want to talk about like French dressing. <laughs> yeah, that's John Hughes, French right? Fries. <laughs> so, uh, better off dead is a very dark comedy about oh, this guy boy, who so gets dumped by the popular girl and wants to kill himself. And spends a lot, some of the movie trying like very desperate, like lamely to do so. Uh, Then he challenges the popular guy to the ski contest. But throughout that, he meets this French girl who's an exchange student and he falls over. But the movie is fucking hilarious (laughs) and it holds up. And John Cusack is amazing in it. And John Cusack was like the poster boy for like, like, you know, the. The teen film of the eight, or you know that film of the that's you know with with you know say anything and and what was the one where it's like get cowboy guy a beer? What was that movie? Oh god, whatever. But anyway, if John Cusack was like the poster boy for that stuff, and Better Off Dead is my favorite of the ones he did in the eighties, nineteen eighty five. He plays Lane. Lane Meyer, and, yeah, <laughs> Lane Meyer, and uh, Booger's in it from Revenge of the Nerds, as we all know, Curtis Armstrong, and uh, it's just terrific. I love it. It's super dark. It's super morbid, but it's hilarious and uh, scathing. And, and the fucking two um, Asian funny. guys that just have to talk like Howard Cosell. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And then we just want to race every on the streets. Yeah, everyone like, just, just wants to race all the time. It's yeah. just so stupid. It's so many 80s tropes like the ski race the douchey like popular blonde kid like yeah. all of it show up in this film but it's it, it was that darsh <laughs> yeah, right that's why that. so, that's why south park that. that's why south park did that for, oh, like because of better yeah. off dead yes um, and absolutely <laughs> so it had all those tropes but it skewered them in such a way mm-hmm. that it made it such a Darkly hilarious film, and I love it, and I'll always love it. Oh, so good till the day I die. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. I wait. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I haven't watched it in years, but I have a feeling it holds up. Your boy, of course, it should. Your boy right? Booger's in it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. from Revenge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gotta hold up. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. You know, Booger's Booger's in Risky Business too. That guy had some roles. Oh, he's hilarious Dude. in that movie in, in Risky yeah. Business. Yeah. He's actually really funny. Yeah, it's a pretty dark film, too, by the way. And hilarious. I, yeah, I didn't put is. that on my list, but Risky that's a business. pretty oh, dark classic. comedy. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. God. All right. God, who, Rebecca DeMornay. Oh. oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Let, 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 let's start at the beginning. Marky, Marky did you kick alive. us off? Yeah. Did you kick yeah. us yeah. off? I've got, okay. I've got another one for you. Jump in. Jump in. Have you guys seen the movie Factotum with Matt Dillon? 2005 no no yeah you guys need to write that down it's also got marissa tomei oh boy i know how much you guys like her i love her oh hell yeah factotum factotum yeah uh 2005 it's uh matt dillon plays the lead and it's i'll just read the uh the i don't know it's imdb or synopsis i guess great reviews by the way oh yeah darkly comic adaptation of charles bukowski's semi-autobiographical novel about a writer trying to avoid distractions such as his personal 
what's that word? Peccadillos? Is that how you say yeah, that? Peccadillos. Yeah. Peccadillos of women gambling and alcohol and his need to fund himself through mindless, poorly paid jobs in order to complete his latest work. So it follows Matt Dillon as a alcoholic writer that bounces. Yeah. From, Charles Bukowski. From, yeah. yeah right. From day job to day job. Nightmare. And just all of his, uh, you know, like the, the antics that he gets into. And like, he's always, he's, he's like a, not a womanizer, but he's always got a girlfriend that he's like bouncing back and forth, highly entertaining. And mm. also just kind of like a nothing movie. Like there's not necessarily a beginning, middle or end. But uh, Matt Dillon crushes it. Marissa Tomei crushes it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've watched it two or three times. And no one really seems to know that movie, but I I thought it was great. Hmm. I got to see if it's playing anywhere. It is 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Check it out. All right. All right. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, (laughs) Pay. Do you have another one? (laughs) I do. So, uh. I can. I, I feel. I, I mean, maybe this one's a little obvious, but again, it's one of those ones that it like kind of took me by surprise because when it came out, you know, like Jim Carrey had been doing fucking Ace Ventura and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out with the oh, cable yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. And oh, holy oh, super dark. Fuck. Super dark. Yeah. Is that a dark cable movie? Guy. And absolutely hilarious. Cable guy. Of the- sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> absolutely so fucking funny, but dark as fuck, too, man. Yeah. Was that yeah. a fairly good movie? I love the cable guy. I don't think no, so. No, 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 it wasn't. It's Jack Black's in it. Yeah, yeah. But just uh, even no, it's uh, ca- Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah. Matthew the cast, the casting. Ben Stiller was the director. Yes. So the casting. Was he really? Of, yes, the casting of Matthew Broderick, I thought was genius. Yeah. For that film. It's Leslie Mann too, with uh, young Leslie Mann, right? Mm. Um, that's a great movie. I remember when AJ was working at Blockbuster. Did you guys know that AJ worked at Blockbuster? Mm. Wait, um, AJ worked at Blockbuster? He did. There was the a place that, where you rent video yeah, cassettes. And then you got to bring them wrong. back or they like. And you got to rewind them yeah, before yeah. you return them. Yeah. I used to have this call report every yeah. morning. I had to call fucking yeah. people. And, if you, and then if you like, you if you brought it back like an hour late, you had to like go back and they double teamed you and stuff like that. Like, it was, <laughs> It's something weird to that effect. Then they They're got sued fact. for it. It's so, factual. They got sued bad for those no late. They had like shit. mafia guys in the back that would yeah. you. Yeah. Right. And then AJ like pees on you and stuff. It was just this weird thing. This bizarre. I'm the GM. And it's like, all right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not rated very well on Rotten But AJ worked with this kid there. I remember for some reason this is seared in my mm-hmm. fucking memory. He worked with a kid that actually thought the cable guy should have won best picture that year Oof. and at the time i was like well how ridiculous is that now i'm like eh, he might have been on the something i don't know what else came out that year but he's he's that's probably a top 10 movie i mean fucking cable guy's brilliant it, it really is so it, it was ahead of yeah. its time God, and i think I'm that's partially that. because of jim carrey oh yeah. so good yeah and mark the, the the broderick um casting he was just oh, perfectly, oh, I've seen it. perfectly awkward it. and yeah. like Oh, like you know, like he, no, he it was never knew what perfect. to do. Yeah, it's yeah. A really amazing. Stuff. I made I made a scramby eggs. We're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, you pay. I pay this time. You yeah. pay next you, time. Yeah, you get the next one. <laughs> you know the weird thing I think about that movie, that part where he realizes that he paid for a hooker. 
I wouldn't have been mad at my friend at all for that. I'd be like, oh, good. Look it out, bro. Right. Does that make me yeah. fucked yeah. up? Thanks, dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. the, scene, the, the basketball court oh, scene God. was amazing. Oh, <laughs> his, his nightmare. <laughs> the nightmare that he has with uh, Jim Curry kicking down the door with like the oh, green yeah. eyes. Table guy. Do you remember the basketball scene when he, when he throws that fucking that screen? The guy, <laughs> I think it's Jack Black, just runs right into him. Yeah, yeah. Like he throws one of the best screens I've ever seen in my life on a pick and roll. <laughs> just, just amazing. But... Covers his balls. And everything. <laughs> yeah. It's just perfect. It's a really perfect well form. done screen, too. Right. Yeah. 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 Like was, I've never seen a bad thing. Put the right hands there. over your balls. You know, it was just a great right. pick. And he ran right. God, that's so, uh, yeah, that's great. TW, what do you got? I'm going to go John Cusack as well. Um, yes. I don't know if the, yeah, uh, Gross Point Blank is one of the ones I wrote down, um, which is just such a great fucking movie. And it is a comedy. Like I was thinking about it earlier. It is, it's, it's hilarious. Like there's a, Jeremy Piven's in that. And he's mm-hmm. in a hysterical scene where, he gets involved and like and uh, the, there's like an assassin at the at the reunion and John mm-hmm. Cusack kills him and they try to get him the dead body out of there. That's a hilarious fucking movie and it's brilliant. Mini Driver's in it, Dan Aykroyd's in it. Dude, um, Aykroyd's great. In it Joan too. Cusack's yeah. in it. It's um, it's really I love that fucking. Movie. I need to see that. Actually. Oh, you haven't seen it. It's very very. You great. haven't seen Gross Point Blank? No, oh, I've oh, never seen it either. It's a gem. What's it, it from? Is what is it, like awesome. mid nineties? DP early yeah. 90s 97 there, 97 yeah. is it okay it's a it's it's a gem I'm gonna write that down I've never yeah. seen that one either really really good yeah it's just he he just plays a junk music just plays a guy who he's yeah, a, contract he's a hit man yeah. it says yeah. he returns to his hometown after a fail, failed assignment yeah he's a contract killer and Dan Aykroyd was trying to fight yeah it's great there's a there's a there's a uh, scene in a You'll thank me later. There's a scene in a breakfast restaurant that is just so fucking great. <laughs> no, and it's the mini, mini, yeah. You said yeah. mini, mini drivers in it, right? So, yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. So I won't say anything else because I don't want to ruin a few guys. But Mini yeah, Driver was hot for a while in that, that time. Oh, yeah. remember, remember the Good, Good Will Hunting? Oh, my my God. Dude, I fucking loved her in Good Will Hunting. Christ. I want her to be apples? my girlfriend. What a yeah. rocket. Jesus. Right. Like, Remember those, like, those sexual performances I was, I was telling you about? She would not be one of my better ones. I'll tell you that right now. She'd Hey-o. be in more like the three or four second ranges, right. eight, yeah. or nine, eight or nine or ten, maybe. If I'm really, <laughs> if I'm drunk, you know. Like. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, I have a question. AJ, do you have do you have another? Yeah, for deep the TW, this might be low hanging fruit when oh, I describe. Oh, say it, say it, because I think you're gonna. When I, think when I describe it. it, when I describe it on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> I know. you're gonna guess it. So the main character, I won't say his name because you'll immediately know the name of the movie, is a physics professor at a 1960s university, but his life is coming apart at the seams. His wife is leaving him, his jobless brother has moved in, and someone is trying to sabotage his chances for tenure. He seeks advice from three different rabbis, but whether anyone can help him overcome his many afflictions remains to be seen. It's 2009's A Serious Man. It's a Coen Brothers movie. It is so fucking good. I have recommended this movie on this podcast. I I hate that I haven't watched it. It is so bizarre. I am obsessed with this movie. Obsessed. It is dark as fuck. It's about as dark as it gets uh, for the Coens. And quirky too. It may be their best film. It may be. I mean, we love Fargo. We all love Fargo in this podcast. I believe it's in the vault. But. Mm. A serious man, 
it might it's probably my favorite favorite Coen Brothers film. So I will I will tell you really quick a, a, just a quick funny story about a series serious man which by the way is 89 percent on rotten tomatoes um what the fuck i was watching it one day this i was living in burlington i was watching it one day and the booker man booker man just randomly stopped by i think he was over at his aunt's house or something good man now the booker man i came out yeah his favorite you know but the booker man's favorite movies are like you know tremors and shit like that like he loves like yeah he loves he loves like he loves that type of stuff yeah roadhouse he randomly popped it yeah uh coming to america you know those are his favorites uh major league oh brilliant hango and cash yeah exactly so he's just listening (laughs) (laughs) we know pat booker's too good you wouldn't think that aj you've seen a serious man you wouldn't think that would be a movie that is up the booker man's alley but i was just at home randomly watching it and he showed up He's like, hey, what's up? And he sits down. And he grabs a beer out of my fridge without asking, of course. And then he, he sits down and and he starts. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if you like this. It's a Coen Brothers movie, serious man. But 90 seconds into this movie, he is fucking howling, laughing. Because, of course, he walked into the, the Columbia the Columbia Records phone call. <laughs> part. You guys don't know that. But Dick Dutton. Dick Dutton from the Columbia Record Company. Yeah. I, I need to see this. I've written it he, down. The Booker Man is just fucking losing it. He ended up staying and watching the entire rest of the movie. Yeah, nice. it's, it's, it's it is just it it works. It works for everybody, even people because it's entertaining enough. Come but on, it's brothers, man. bizarre. Yeah, and it's, it's really it's it's great. I love that goddamn movie. It's so sharp that movie. It's just sharp. It just I don't know. I don't know. There's something about that movie I can't help but fucking laugh the entire way through. It, it's just it's. It's not even. I wouldn't even say it's like twisted. It's not really. Twi- it's borderline twisted. It's more quirky, dark than it is. Um, twisted yeah, dark, it's but. still dark, but yeah. As Mark the Observant a- Report is about as twisted dark, right? That's, <laughs> not on the same level. That's, as that's dark Report. back of the closet dark. Right. It's Observer not. It's Report. not on that that kind of level, but yeah, it's yeah, definitely dark. It's it's this guy who's getting just fucked over left and right, yeah, and like, it's, it's it, Michael Stuhlbarg. It, Who's just fucking great? Yeah, he's fucking awesome. He's awesome, but yeah, it's a different kind of dark, and it's uh, it's played played for like really good laughs. Yeah, like, it's just AJ like his Ford situation. Si oh my god! But like uh, the guy that plays Larry David's cousin in uh, on on Curb, um, he's in it. Yep, he's in it. He's great. Um, it's just oh my god, there are so many. You know what it is? There are so many like awkward conversations that go on in that movie that it's just like, what? Like, it's so many what moments that you just why? Yeah, it's totally up DP's alley. He'll he'll love it. So, yeah, you would really like it, DP. I think yeah. Uh, yeah. Serious Man is a terrific film. A serious it was Man, nomi- like... it was nominated for a couple Oscars actually, too. Oh, I live at the Jolly Roger. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Marky. Yeah, so all I've got uh, left on my list is a piece of, piece of low-hanging fruit. Um, train spotting. You guys have all seen oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it talk about dark. I mean, that's, again, that's that's about as dark as it can get. Yeah, that's, but, that movie's kind of sad, too. And sad. <laughs> that's the, that's the yeah. yeah. It's not just dark. It is sad. Yeah. But there's some but, funny moments. Robert Carlyle's a lunatic. I mean, it is. Yeah, there's, you know, it is. Uh, is that Danny Boyle? Yeah. yeah. Danny Boyle, Danny yeah. Boyle, right? Yeah. yeah. That's where he really broke out. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a lot of humor in there. And... 
I mean, I, I have a hard time believing that no one has hasn't seen that movie yet. But you know, if anybody's oh, wow. listening and yeah. and hasn't uh, checked out Train Spotting, that's a must see. I mean, I, I feel like it was worth mentioning, um, just because we're on the topic. But I, I won't spend too much time on it because we all know the movie well. Mm-hmm. Dan. So uh, my next one I want to bring up is uh, I believe I kind of talked about it a bit uh, back during one of our pick a movie weeks. And I believe for TW, uh, I picked the movie God Bless America. Yeah. uh, Written, directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. One of his other ones is this movie called World's Greatest Dad. Which you mentioned that to me. Fucking amazing. It's a story. Robin Williams plays like this kind of lonely, single, uh, like English teacher who's got a teenage son who is just an absolute piece of garbage. <laughs> and and the son ends up accidentally dying from um like uh choking himself while he's jerking off yeah. autoerotic asphyxiation yeah. we've all been there um <laughs> yeah and so Martin. robin williams like his character like writes a fake uh suicide note that all of a sudden fucking like becomes this big media sensation and now he has to fucking play it off like his piece of garbage son really did write this beautiful note and it becomes like this whole thing that just fucking gets away from him and yeah it's just butt clenching you know like like, oh my god no but it's fucking hilarious and so well written and robin williams is fucking awesome in it um yeah it very very dark and very fucking funny um yeah, I think just in general, that's Bobcat Goldthwait's thing. Like that's all he does. All of his movies are super dark and super fucking funny. I gotta, funny, t- so. I gotta yeah. tell you, Robin Williams has he did some dark stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. doing that like With Death, Death to, to Smoochie. Yeah, yeah, Death to Smoochie. He did some dark fuck. stuff. One hour hey. photo. In, oh yeah, and Doggy. one hour for insomnia. Insomnia. He's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. he did some dark shit. DP, DP, I haven't seen that. But it's eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, it's good, and man. it's free on Hulu. Ooh, what? yeah, you guys should. So give me, give me the name. It. World's greatest dad. World's greatest dad. Yeah. Oh, really, really well done. Very dark. Very fucking funny. Um. So I was up next, and and this I do. EW? I do have one more, like Mark, like you guys. Um. But I know how at the end of the episode we do recommendations and, you know, I was hoping to do my last one and a recommendation all at the same time. Because okay. um, mm-hmm. I watched um, this movie. It was just randomly a little while ago. I can't remember if I told you guys about this movie or not. It's all a blur at this fucking point. Right. Uh, but it's a movie that came out. Speaking of Hulu movies, it came out last year. It's on Hulu. It, it's a dark It's a dark comedy. It's called All My Friends Hate Me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's It's British. Um, the only thing I know, the lead character, I know him from, uh, there's a show called Lovesick that was on, um, Netflix. He was on like an episode or two of that. It's the only time I'd ever seen the guy. It is just this, it's not bizarre. It's this, just this comedy about, um, these friends that all like meet up for like this guy's birthday, the lead character's birthday, and they all get together. They were college friends and there's some history between all of them. And, and it's kind of like a borderline horror movie. 
because the main character is so just convinced that like someone's trying to fuck him over. Mm-hmm. But also there's a lot of hilarious shit that goes on and it's super, super dark. And there's these really super dark revelations that came come out at the end. It's really good. It, it, it's like, um, mm. I think I had it on Rotten Tomatoes. It's up in the eighties on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, came out in 2021. It's free on Hulu. Uh, check it out, guys. It's it's good. And again, a couple of the things at the end, you're going to be like, wow, like it really gets intense. Um, but it's a little I've, depressing in spots. And and but it, it, I thought I really enjoyed it. So I've, I've hovered over that movie a couple of times on Hulu. I saw it on there and yeah. I was like eh, about to click it. And then, you know, for whatever reason, passed on it. But that's that's uh, some good Shot. input. Mark, yeah. it's quick too. it's um. let's see. Hold on. Stand by. It's 93 minutes. Nice. Quick. Hour and a half. Um. It, it, it's definitely watchable and the, the acting is good. The writing is really good. Um, and the characters are very dark. All of them have little dark sides to them. So but some great lines, good stuff, some funny stuff at the end. And then uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. So nice. on Hulu. Take, take a peek. Um, I have one last question for the night. AJ, do you have one more dark <laughs> comedy? He's already got the PlayStation on. Yeah, great laugh. No, no, no. I was, I was looking at my recommendation. Yeah, he's loading up the. You know, this is where I saved it. You know, a few hours ago, <laughs> I just got to level eight. I don't know if that's still a levels. I don't play video games. <laughs> well, you were talking about yeah something about trading your PS4. Yeah, I don't. I don't play it. I want. I want a PS3 again. <laughs> I like those games better. All right. I'll, I guess, you know what? I'm going to go with low hanging fruit because I don't want to. I guess I could bring up, because I always want to bring up Aubrey Plaza in every single goddamn mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. episode because I mm-hmm. love her. Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. Aubrey yeah. Plaza? Start. Aubrey Plaza's in Bad no, Santa. No, no, no. That's what no 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 I wanted I wanted to do Ari Plaza. Oh, I was gonna say, oh, but I, I, like, I decided yeah. to do low hanging fruit instead. So oh, well, bad, you, bad, bad Santa. What were you going to say? The little hours. Ingrid goes Ingrid west. Goes west. Oh, Ingrid okay, goes yeah, west. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but bad Which, Santa's you know brilliant. So that's yeah. super dark. Obviously, Billy Bob Thornton is my fucking hero. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, and nothing gets better than the scene where he's fucking eating his lunch and the fucking yeah. mother and son. Lunch break. Of, I'm on my fucking lunch break. I he's spitting lettuce out of his mouth. I send that gif to people like at least twice a week. Yeah, anytime somebody um, messes with it, I'm on my fucking lunch. Break. Some serious dark comedy. One of the last like uh, roles from John uh, John Ritter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Bernie Mac too. Bernie Mac, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Interestingly cool cast. Uh, and by the way, Lauren actors. Graham is so fucking hot in that. Yes, movie. holy mm-hmm. shit! Mm-hmm. Good lord, Lauren Graham's hot. Thoroughly rewatchable that movie. Yeah, all the time. Love it. Um, that fucking kid. <laughs> oh God, what is his name? <laughs> Is a rhyming name, doesn't he? Oh, some sandwiches? Shmer- Sherman Merman or yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, can I fake you some sandwiches? God so damn it, kid! Are you fucking lady? With me? You and your fucking sandwiches. Uh, good stuff. But yeah, Anger Goes West was here. the other one I was going to say, but yeah, like Aubrey Plaza does some like crazy stuff right now. Like she'll do anything. I love that about her. Uh, All right, that's it. Okay, can I can I give one more for 
for those out there that are not as into the dark, dark comedies, one that's slightly dark and really fucking funny, uh, kind of a recent movie, is Game Night. Oh yeah! Oh, Jason I have Bateman. that on my list. Yeah. Yeah, it is a funny, funny fucking. That is movie. a funny one. Yeah, way better than I thought it would be. Like I didn't have high hopes going into it, but I watched it. It was goddamn funny. It's kind of dark. It's not like super dark, but it is hilarious. DP, yeah. can I say when I saw that movie in the theaters, and when Rachel McAdam pulls the fucking Yolanda from Pulp Fiction in the bar, <laughs> I almost pissed myself <laughs> laughing. Like that was brilliant. It was so good too. So right, it's Jason, it's yeah. Jason Bateman and uh, Rachel McAdams, right? That's yeah. the mm-hmm. lead. Yeah. The two leads, yeah, they're fucking awesome together. And uh, Kyle Chandler's in it. Yeah, and, Kyle Chandler, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, the isn't dipshit from uh, El Camino in it too? There, Todd, Aaron, that asshole. Aaron Paul. No, dipshit. The the guy that Jesse got fed. Plemons. Yeah, is Jesse Plemons in it? Doesn't he Bat play Damon? the Damon? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, like yeah. the the neighbor that's a real cop, and yeah, he's a weirdo. Which is you know that's what Jesse Plemons apparently played. I can't get over what like him as Todd. Like I'll never be able to not hate his know, fucking right? guts. It's a horrible thing that happened to him, and then he was in Power of the Dog, which was horseshit. <laughs> Run over twice. All right, sorry. We're... All right, that's but, it. I but think, DP, I, think, I, I love that, Game Night. A... I love Game Night. Yeah, yeah me too. One, me too. Me too. That that's a great uh, list of stuff you guys should all see if you're interested in dark shit. Mm-hmm. Watch those movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or right. just go back to my other pick a movie weeks and see the movie. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's, that's, that's a, kind of that's my wheel. Actually, a good haul, dark shit. Haul. Yeah, Marky, and then Marky would just give us dark shit that wasn't comedy. You know, like right. 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 he just <laughs> was trying to make us. Ki- right, he was trying to make us kill ourselves. I still have like, a nightmare. <laughs> Marky get like I love nightmares over green room. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Speaking of, I've just watched a couple of movies this week. Uh I had free showtime in oh, the hotel I cast room. you out. <laughs> and uh I saw some pretty twisted shit. But I'm gonna save it for when we get closer to uh Halloween. Oh, yeah, we'll Although if we one quick recommendation is another fucking Marky special, the uh Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh right. Yeah. That's right, a great right, right. comedy. Yeah. Oh, and we're coming up on Halloween, so it's, yeah, oh, I mean, that's right. it's a horror. Yeah. yeah. It's a good yeah. one, man. Oh, God. I love and that. That's, movie. That is primarily, yeah, that's a, that's an <coughs> interesting one because it is primarily comedy, but it's got like a a, a slasher horror span mm-hmm. on it, too. Yeah. That's a unique that's a fun one. Fun one. Damn. Yeah. I still haven't seen that one. I need oh, to you see got it. to, AJ. Alan Tudor. That's some of, that that's one. some of, you could tell Alan Tudyk was having a great time making yeah. it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, before we get out of here, does anyone have any recommendations for anyone? I, I did. My, well, I, real quick, did you guys see that there's going to be a blockbuster TV series? Have you guys talked about that already? No. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's the... TV a, series, like a show about yeah. blockbuster? Or yeah. a blockbuster, like, No, not a documentary. Service. Like, like a, like a, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it's coming out. It's called Blockbuster, and it's um, Randall Park, um, Melissa Fumero from. Um, What's a show? Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine One. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. I don't know. I don't know. JB Smoove is in it. Uh, Hell yeah! Sorry, oh, yeah, love JB. I mean, yeah, like outside of outside of um, Curb. It's about the plot is operating the last blockbuster video store in the United States. Timmy Unit employees fight to stay relevant. Mm. I, 
like Randall Park. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just so you know, there's a block. I don't know where it's airing. It's supposed to come out. It says 2022. Oh, it's on Netflix. Um, and it's supposed hmm. to start November 3rd. Cool. Okay. Cool. There you go. Dan, you got a recommendation for us? I, I do. Uh, this one, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Uh, it's on Peacock. It's a, it's a two part documentary series. It's a, like two one hour episodes, and it's called I Love You, You Hate Me. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a documentary on like the creation of Barney, the purple dinosaur. Weird. And just the, you know, how where it came from and the ridiculous backlash it got how adults hated barney with the fucking passion mm. for some reason and um i don't want to give too much away you should definitely watch it but uh especially by the end of that second episode when you find out what happens to the family of the creator of barney you're like holy shit that's a long way from I love you, you love me, we're a happy family. So, uh, yeah, really well done. And it, it's it's just kind of, I don't know, like upsetting to watch how fucking shitty people are in general. Like, here yeah, this is like this purple dinosaur kid show. It's a show for fucking three-year-olds that's like preaching love and acceptance and people are pissed off about it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, why are you so mad about someone preaching love? Like, it's like the, the beginning. That was like the beginning of where we are now. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yes, one hundred percent. So, if I remember correctly, didn't Marky's wife love Barney? Oh my love? God! Did she fucking? She did. Yeah. Ever she was obsessed. Yes. Yeah, I was. I was always babysitting her when she was little, and we. She watched a shit ton of Barney. Yeah. She was obsessed with Barney, and especially because I saw so much of it then when I was, you know, like 15, 16 years mm-hmm. old, watching this uh, documentary now just kind of hit me a little harder because, yeah. yeah, it was it was such a heartwarming, good show, and the weird backlash it got is just fucked up. So, yeah, it's a great documentary. Mm-hmm. It's like two hours long, two episodes. Okay. Definitely worth the watch. Uh, oh, yeah, some Peacock called "I Love You, You Hate." Peacock's me. getting it done lately, man. Like, yeah, I really like yeah, Peacock, man. Peacock's My recommendation great. is a Peacock thing. So, Mark, hey, you got something? Yeah. So, I guess um, I mentioned I watched a couple of movies this week. I'll go ahead and say one of them because it's not necessarily a horror movie, um, but it's the A twenty four film Lamb. Starring Numi uh, or Naomi Rapis, Rapis. Oh, right, Rapace. from yeah, Rapace. Rapace from from the girl with the dragon she... tattoo. Yes, right? yes, 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 yes. And Prometheus, um, and loads of other things. I mean, she's fantastic. It's mm-hmm. a very, very bizarre movie. Um, I recommend it for its cinematography and just its bizarreness. I want someone else to watch it so I can talk with them about it because I don't know how I feel necessarily. It is so weird. It's on what? It's on what? Right um, now? I saw it on Showtime. What's it called? Okay. Lamb. L A M B. Lamb. Lamb. All right. Very, very bizarre. Um, very creepy. Very creepy. Yeah, indeed. Very ominous. Very creepy. Set in Iceland. Um, it's uh in subtitles. 
TW, so you're gonna have to read a little bit. Damn it. Um, yeah. it's Icelandic. <laughs> it's the language that they use there, but um, it's the guy that made it. It's his first movie. Um, I thought he did a great job, but it's it's one of those where it, it feels like an A24 movie. Um, a hundred percent. Like if you didn't know what studio uh released it, then you could guess. They also, I, I believe they bought the distribution rights. You know how like they do. Like our uh, podcast friend let us know. I think this movie was already made in Iceland, and then A twenty four bought it to distribute it to the states. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite slow, but it doesn't drag. It's not boring. It's, I don't know. I, I need someone else to watch it so I can talk with them about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about it for days. It's so weird. Um, I'll lamb. check it out. Awesome. And yeah, lamb. Lamb. It's it's um, yeah. Good reviews. I, I, yeah. Well, so that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, I, I got Showtime. I can watch that shit. I don't. I don't want to give it away, but like, it, it's had me thinking for several days. But I wasn't. I'm not coming out the gate saying that I loved it because mm. I'm not, I'm honestly not sure how I feel about yeah. it, but yeah, it's yeah. had me thinking for several days. So there's something that's usually that's, that. that's a good sign. Usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely is. I almost just got um, like, um, like movie, like geeked by you guys. Cause when you said that girl was in the girl with the dragon tattoo, I was like, uh, I was about to be like, that's Rooney Mara. And then you guys are going to be like, no, the international one is Noomi Rapace. <laughs> fucking noob. So I'm happy I didn't say it. Okay. <clears throat> Good call. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I do have a recommendation before we uh, head out of here. So have you guys seen on Netflix a documentary called Abducted in Plain Sight? I have. Yes. I have. Okay. So And now there's a, something else coming out. So thank you. Yeah. This is my recommendation. I'm about to start watching it. So Abducted in Plain Sight is takes place in the 70s. It's about this 12-year-old girl that gets abducted multiple times by this <laughs> same dude yeah, that the knew the family. Yeah. And it's fucked up, crazy shit. And they made a dramatic series about it on Peacock, which we talked mm-hmm. about Peacock, called A Friend of the Family, mm-hmm. starring Colin Hanks, Anna Paquin and Jake Lacey and some some good actors putting this out here. And when I saw Abducted in Plain Sight, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I was watching. It's fucked. I could not yeah. believe what I was watching. It's my uh, my um my one of my scary. employee, my assistant manager, recommended it to me, and I I could not believe how how he was able to manipulate them in in that way but mm-hmm. you know it was a it was the 70s they were a very religious like community like the whole thing like it was he just, was, was banging fuck- both the parents uh, he's a fucking yes, loony dude. yes 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 that's how he got in he what was fucking f- he was fucking both of them and then he was kidnapping the daughter and convincing her that she was abducted by aliens and all this it shit, like there was all kinds of crazy, crazy shit. Story. Yeah. yeah, I watched crazy it. It came out a few story. years ago. I, I mean, yeah, but now that. they put out this "A Friend of the Family," which I is, did see that. Yeah, it's yeah. come out to g- really good reviews too. So I'm gonna watch it, everybody, this weekend, and you guys should watch it too. Let me know. Is it also on Peacock. Peacock, it yes, is. cock baby. The cock is really <laughs> lately. I'm telling you, cock is thick and throbbing <laughs> and. 
got a big oh, vein sorry, running through it. Wait, well, hold it. I'm yeah. sorry. That's nothing to do with what movies happened? at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to stay there. Not anymore. Uh, you guys have anything else you want to throw out there before I uh, before no, I wrap it, this puppy up? All right, great. So for the for our producer Dan, for Dan Sherry, for the smooth talking southern gentleman Marky Bonnerock, for the CEO of the movie council Tim Sherry, for your host AJ Sherry. Good night from the movie council. Night, love you guys. Night. Peace out. Yes, I let Mongo out of his cage one of these days. The Movie Council is adjourned.